So yesterday morning I was thinking about the show today and I thought I might start my program with another call to rationalise or maybe even nationalise our water and wastewater operations. This is all prompted by the situations facing lovely towns like Waikowaiti, Karatane and Turnberry, who have now been joined by Akaroa, towns whose basic necessity, water, has now been poisoned by either lead or possums. Uh, they join a long line of shameful water management. Look at our capital, for goodness sake. If the government wants a shovel-ready infrastructure project to get their teeth into, then fixing the nation's water woes should be at the top of the list. But that was yesterday morning. Today, we're back in lockdowns. Called faster than ever before, which caused a strange pandemonium that we have not experienced in the three lockdowns that we've had so far. Now, firstly, I have great sympathy for all the cafes and hospitality businesses in particular who suddenly had just minutes to sort their stock out before midnight, frantically trying to save food before being forced to throw it all out at, of course, the money it represents. The fellow who runs the cafe across the road from here, I talked to him. He said, I can do three days. I can't do any more. I didn't have enough time to store the food. It's got a cost. But I understand the need for the health services to crack on. I have always found it strange in the past that having decided that we're going to lock down this place, we delayed the lockdown for days. It's not like the virus takes any time off. It's always working, 24-7 every minute of the day. What I also didn't understand is the panicked exodus to batches that occurred last night. I understand that lockdown is better at the beach, but what part of stay safe, stay local do the batch refugees not understand? Are they aware that all the locals where their batches are located hate them? They hate the invasion because of the pressure already basic medical services and supply chains are put under. Do they not understand that they could be just like the woman at the centre of this current cluster who felt, I don't have the virus. She felt, I'm free to travel. And that meant she could have introduced the cluster to New Plymouth. Perhaps any one of the batch refugees who travelled last night could be introducing the virus to retire populations in, I don't know, Pawanui, Fitianga, Whangamata, Kerikeri, or Mangafai. And are the batch refugees also aware of the disdain they're held in by the very people whose businesses are forced to shut down in lockdowns because their sacrifices, like the cafe owner I'm just talking about, they're being ignored. The exodus completely negates the purpose of lockdowns to halt spread when Aucklanders are spreading them all over the North Island. And my, my final point about what's happened in the last 12 18 hours, is we have a vivid example of why you should scan the codes. The woman at the centre of this cluster thought she was sweet. I'm sweet. I'm not frontline. I do some laundry. She took a roadie to Taranaki with her daughter. Problem was, she did neglect to scan when she was there. I'm not going to demonise her, but, but this has left the good people in New Plymouth in a state of suspended existence waiting for the worst. The question they're asking themselves, and she is as well, will I be able to remember all the places I went to in a town I'm not familiar with and at what time? Was it so hard 
to spend five seconds to hold a phone up to a QR code. 